0: Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. It's Kim with Be More Business.
1: And Kara with Fast Horse Photography.
0: Hi, Kim. Hi, Kara. We have been having the most interesting chats this morning while we're getting ready to record. I've really enjoyed learning about all the wildlife in Florida.
1: (laughs) And I've enjoyed learning about how fast your horses are eating hay right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess some of us live in a more interesting environment.
1: (laughs) Rambling rampages.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, my horses are eating their hay too fast. They need to learn to ration better. <laughs> they don't understand there's a storm coming.
1: Well, you guys are getting a you guys are apparently gearing up for a ton of snow right now while we're gonna be having iguanas falling out of trees next week. so due to the
0: cold. <laughs> oh, good grief. yes, that would be that would be a, an unexpected moment in my life if I walked outside and an iguana fell on my head. <laughs> It's a crazy world down here. (laughs) So what are we talking about today? It is a crazy world down there. We're talking about how to reconnect with your business, which apparently we need to reconnect with our topic. So that's probably a good indication that we need to kind of get better focused, huh? (laughs) Eh, I've enjoyed the rambling this morning. (laughs) Okay, so for all of you that are out there listening that hopefully enjoyed a little giggle with that and aren't being clocked by falling iguanas in Florida or frozen in Missouri or somewhere else where this polar vortex is coming along, what we want to talk to you today about is reconnecting to your business. As entrepreneurs, there are times that we get so carried away with working in our business and what's going on inside of our business that we get where we feel really disconnected from our business as a whole. Kind of like, I don't know, like you're the bus driver and possibly you've just left the wheel and kind of put it on whatever autopilot, you know, put a brick on the gas pedal and tied the steering wheel down and just you know, hammer down and now you're paying attention to what's going on in the back of the bus instead of figuring out where you're going. So that's your metaphor for today is the runaway bus metaphor.
1: Oh, here we go with the runaway bus. I think it it was a runaway train a couple episodes ago.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's all kinds of runaway things in my life.
1: (laughs) Well, it's, this is such good timing because we're recording this right before, right at the end of the year and we're moving into the new year. And I do think a lot of us put our businesses on autopilot and kind of let things just, we're just getting through, you know, we're just trying to get through the holiday season. we're trying to finish out our year, we're getting ready to prep for taxes. you know, we' just it's, we're on autopilot a little bit and we can feel really disconnected, disconnected from things that are happening every day, disconnected from the industry and as a whole and
0: disconnected
1: from our why and the feelings around our business and the reason that we're, we have
0: a business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what we have for you guys today are three ways that you can pick that connection back up, take a hold of the steering wheel, get a hold of the train or the airplane, whatever metaphor it is that you're using for your business. It's time to take back control of things, get reconnected and focus back on your business. Big three number one is for you to step away from the work and take a look at the big picture. So use this time to get that view of where it is that you want to go or what what road or, or track that you're on right now and, and is it the direction you need to go. Number two is reignite your passion with a few hours each week for a business date. And I remember Kara texting me when this was on the big three and saying, Exactly what is a business date Kim? <laughs> so, if you're curious about that, we'll get to that in a in a moment and explain what a business date is. And then number 3, connect with other business owners and industry leaders to get yourself back into the current flow. So, let's take a look at number 1. Stepping away from the work, so stepping away from working in your business. And take a look at the big picture of working on your business. And there's a big distinction there. And that statement that I said, work on your business versus working in your business, comes from a book by Mr. Gerber. It's called The E-Myth. And I recommend The E-Myth Revisited rather than The E-Myth itself or The E-Myth Workbook go with the E-Myth Revisited. That's the one that you want. And if you're interested in learning more about that, I think he has a lot of valid points. The most valid one of the points is this one. A lot of entrepreneurs, they come from a background where they've been the employee and now they're the business owner. And when you come into a business from the perspective of being an employee, you get busy working in the business because that's what you've always known. But when you're the business owner, that's not the place where your business makes the most forward motion and the most connection. The place from that happens is when you're standing in the position of the CEO. So that's the basic lesson that we're talking about when we say, You know, work on your business instead of in it. And that's where this number one comes in is where you need to step away from being the cog in the wheel of being the employee of being the person who's doing the work. And reconnect with your business. And like Kara mentioned, you know, reconnecting with your why, reconnecting with the how, reconnecting with the future and where you're going. So that's my take on number one.
1: Well, I think that makes perfectly good sense. I love when you mentioned the part about like we started out as a lot of us started out as employees and worker bees and it, you have to, you have to be both of those things in your business. And if you're not used to thinking about the big picture, it can be a mind shift to put yourself in those shoes and to put on your big picture hat and get to work. So thinking about things like, you know, where is your business going? Like, where are you headed? Where do you hope to be in, The end of next year, for example, or in five years or 10 years, where is your business headed? So sometimes, especially this time of year where, you know, January is coming up and this episode will probably be, be coming out beginning of January, you know, taking the time to reassess your business goals and your timeline expectation and make sure that you're still headed in the right direction where you want your end goal to be in the next year or five years. And then I know Kim mentioned it earlier, you know, reconnecting with your why, making sure that your why is still just as important to you as it, or maybe that's shifted, you know, has your why shifted a little bit. And it's possible sometimes when we're busy working in our business instead of on our business that we forget, you know, why we started our business in the first place. So just simply taking a moment to reconnect that piece to your business can be a big shift when you're thinking about the big picture. I also recommend, and this is something I have to do at least once a year, I have to take a step back and determine, has my business become too complicated? Maybe I need to look for ways to streamline my business. I definitely can get caught up in thinking, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to add that. I need to incorporate that. Oh, that would be really cool to incorporate. And so I start adding all these little things. And the next thing I know, my business is no longer streamlined. It no longer has a clear... Path that my clients should take. And so it just really does become complicated. And I have to take a step back, look where I need to streamline, look at the things that are serving my business and not serving my business, and then start thinking about okay, some of this needs to be outsourced, some of this needs to be automated, some of this needs to be put away. It's just not working for my business. Another piece that I think is really important here when you're looking at the big picture is look for places in your business where you hear yourself saying words like never or can't and make sure that those nevers and those can'ts are still serving your business. For example, I hear clients, I do mentoring for photography clients and I hear them say things like, I could never charge that much money or I don't have the ability to take a vacation or take time off. And I just can't do that. So think about what that means, and is that still serving? Is that still serving you? Maybe in the early days of your business, you couldn't charge that much, but maybe you're someplace where you can now. Kim, what do you think about that? The never's and the can'ts, like looking for those places in your business.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's NLP. That's classic neuro linguistic programming and picking up on when we say that and walking back and asking ourselves and and I can hear Melissa Pierce's voice in my ear saying this cuz I've she said it to me so many times if I get caught in that it, you know if I say I could never do that and or I could never charge that let's take that her question and I hear it immediately cuz it's ingrained in me now is never really <laughs> you could never imagine a possible <laughs> scenario where you might be able to charge that Never, so it, it. Another one is anytime you do the ones that are like so definite, like I always do this, or a lot of times we say that when somebody else does it to us, right? Like he always treats me poorly, and it's like always. Is it? Is it always? Or was it just a few times? Yeah. And now you've sort of gone to that extreme. So anytime you catch yourself in that language, ask yourself that question. Really. Is, is never, can you imagine a possible scenario? There's there's no way that could happen. And that gets your brain to open up the, the world of possibility. And then you're able to walk through that door. So anytime you hear yourself or catch yourself doing that, make sure that you can you you question it. So neural NLP is fascinating. And once you dive down into it, it it really you start to catch yourself where you do a lot of things where you sabotage your own self. So that's a that's a good one. And I hear that same thing from my mentees as well with the well I could never charge that or I could never take photos like that or yeah so or I could never right. have that kind of a life right or that kind of a business that's that's definitely limiting for you
1: absolutely you have to yeah definitely if you hear yourself doing that
0: yes if you hear yourself doing it stop it right now <laughs> stop it that's right
1: and then the last little piece that I'll add to this would be the idea of gratitude and just reminding yourself to practice some gratitude. You know, we were talking about this the other day that you've got to remind yourself sometimes you have to just stop and see how far you've come. And that somewhere inside of of each of us little entrepreneurs out there is a version of us, you know, is this version of you just starting out that would be just so incredibly amazed with how far you've come. And that the things that, you know, right now today that you're finding boring or just unexciting in your business are the things that, that original version of you really dreamed of having. And so I do remind myself of that. I remember, you know, when I first picked up the camera and thought I could make this a business, I remember never in my life would I imagine where I am today, having clients and hosting workshops and being a part of a community of cowgirls with cameras. And I mean, it's just like that person that I was then would just be jumping up and down, screaming and squealing with delight to think about some of the things that today I'm like, Oh, just got to get to work. You know, that it's like commonplace everyday stuff today. You know, do you
0: have moments like that? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that the me who started this business back in 1996 would probably be totally amazed and flabbergasted. Actually, if I would go, be able to go back there and sit with her and tell her what I'm doing now, she would be like, yeah, no way. That There's no way that, <laughs> that, that that's going to happen. So yeah, absolutely. And uh, to say that I've done it now for 30 plus years is is amazing. So super happy with that. Entrepreneurship for 30 plus years. Okay. So yeah. Are you ready to move on to number two? Let's do it. Let's do it. So reigniting your passion a few hours each week with a business date. Now this idea came to me or this concept came to me, and I do this with my own business, by the way, through a process called It's by Julia Cameron. It's called The Artist's Way. And basically what The Artist's Way is, is a 12-step program to help artists reconnect with their creativity. So a lot of times life gets in the way of our creativity. It, it kind of eats at us. Other people pick at us. The day-to-day sort of sucks us dry from our creativity. And part of the process that she has you walk through, there's 12 weeks and 12 steps. And one of the things that, that is just at the very beginning of it that she sets up with you, there's actually two. One is daily journaling. And then the second one is once a week to take yourself out on an artist date. And I give this to my business owner clients as going out on a business date. So this is going, taking a, a couple of hours a week that you set aside specifically to go explore something that is working on your business and hopefully outside of your office space or outside of where you work. So if you're a dog groomer, get out of the the dog grooming area. You get away from the grooming table. Don't take your tools with you, but go somewhere where there's something interesting and exciting. I don't know if there's such a place, but maybe a place where you could go look at new scissors. I, I grew up in a family of dog groomers, like new scissors and new clippers were a lot of fun for them. It's their, that's their, that's they're like their paint brushes, right? <laughs> so go find something along those lines for you. If you're a horse trainer or you raise horses, breed horses, You know, here's, here's something I don't think anyone has probably ever given you as an assignment in your business, but go hang out at the tax store for a few hours. Like go just wander around a tax store with no specific thing in mind to go buy. Go take a look at what's new. Look at the halters and the ropes and the and the training tools and and all of the all of the paraphernalia that comes along with horses, because those are your paintbrushes and the way that you start to work on your canvas to create that horse that the client is gonna absolutely adore all of us, even even those of us who work in offices. So for me, a lot of my uh, business dates go to the office supply store. I absolutely love going to the office supply store. Now, here's where Kara is going to get a good giggle out of this. I love to buy organizational things that I never use. So (laughs) those of us that are the least organized are the ones with the most planners. And the most most file thingies and the most all of that. Now, the, the thing is, is I'll bring those things home and then not use them. And they are very disorganizingly stored in my closet. However, just the interaction of going to the office supply store and seeing all of the things there and interacting with them or buying a new favorite pen or I found here's here's one of the things I found on a business date. I do these canvases with clients where we put sticky notes all over canvases. And it's a whole thing. If if you're interested in growing your business, it's it's a fun adventure to go on with the canvas experiment. And I can explain more about it. But in the context of this, we're just, no, we're putting sticky notes on things. Well, they kept falling off and it irritated me. And on one of my excursions for no other purpose... But to just wander around an office supply store, I found these sticky notes that are meant for outdoor use. And so they're like extra sticky and they will they put up with humidity, which Missouri is like prone for, and they are extra tough. And like when you write on them, even if they get a little wet, the it like absorbs the ink so that the ink won't run. So they're meant to be used in extreme situations. So I now have extreme sticky notes that we can use and they (laughs) stick really well on the vinyl canvases. So you never know what you're going to come up with on an artist date.
1: Well, and I think that, you know, when I think about going on a business date, if it's not connected sometimes to the productivity of my business, I'm less inclined to do it, even though I know it's really an important thing to do. So I would encourage if there's folks out there like me that, you know, don't be afraid to try something new, but you can, it's also okay to find something that. You know, can ignite a little passion inside of you that also serves your business in some way. So a great example that I like is, you know, you see pet photographers that are donating their time and photographing shelter pets for adoption, for example. One of uh, my pals, Penny, I'm sorry, Tracy, of Penny Whistle Photography, she does a ton of shelter photography, and it's a, it's a way for her to to give back to a cause that she really believes in, and she gets to do different things with her photography, and she gets to be creative in ways that she can't always be for paying clients. So she's found a way to connect that to her business in a way that's helpful for her business you know and then take some time to learn something new take a class attend a lecture you know enjoy a webinar add a new skill to your toolkit now the key to this is you can sign up for the webinar you need to actually attend it you can buy the class you have to actually watch it you can get the new presets or techniques or you know dvds whatever it is that you're using to to learn something but you actually have to watch them i have yet to figure out how to order or pay for a class and like stick it under my pillow and absorb it because I don't know about you, but I am the worst about, Oh, I really want to see this new technique. And so I'll download it and then never watch it. So I'm, that's like my office supplies probably, you know what I mean? Like getting classes and educational things and then not actually following through, you know, buying the book and not reading it. It's all the same. (laughs) So you just can't absorb it that way. And then I would say, you know, find a way to challenge yourself. That could look like, you know, designing a new product or a new service experience. I know in the last category, I said streamline and look to see if your business has become complicated, too complicated. And now I'm saying add something and challenge yourself. But I think those two things can work together. You have to be creating. I know for me and my business, in order to stay connected and passionate about it, I have to be Figuring out how to up-level a service or how to streamline a service or how to create a new experience that's going to meet the needs of my clientele. So I'm always looking for that. And and when I come up with something that I really love, it does excite me and it reconnects me to my business. Another great option is finding ways to reconnect to your clients. So this time of year is such a good time to reach out and ask your clients for feedback, to send out postcards in the mail. You know, people don't do postcards like they used to anymore. And I don't know about you, but I actually, when I look at my mail, I actually do flip through all of it. As opposed to in the inbox, I'm delete, 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 delete when I have a bunch of random emails. So look for ways to reconnect with your clients, do a survey, start a newsletter, write a blog post, just look for ways to reconnect. Now, Kim, I know you like to talk about trade shows and expos. Do you want to mention that in this section? Because I think it fits well here.
0: Yes and I also think it takes us on into the to the next topic which is connecting with other business owners and industry leaders to get yourself back into the flow. But I do think trade shows and expos kind of fit both number 2 and number 3. They're a great way to take yourself out on a business date with your business if mm-hmm. you're especially if you're going as an attendee rather than somebody who has a booth or a speaker or something like that. On the date side of things, you don't want to do the work necessarily. What you want to do is place yourself in a place of creativity and learning and expansion, whereas the other side of it, you're, you're having to pony up a lot. So we want number 2 for you to be on the receiving end and number 3 in the big 3 you need to to be more involved in it. But trade shows, expos and industry events I think are always energizing for business owners. It gets you back, like really deeply connected with your industry. And for most of us, our industry is really tied to our why. And I was going to say earlier, just to mention, we did a whole episode like way back there on your why it's your worthy hell. Yeah. And so remember that, but it, it does reconnect us with that worthy hell. Yeah. And we, we can get a little bit of a, a lot of a boost for some of us out of that experience of, of being there with people that are interested in what we're doing, that know the industry jargon, that are either buying from businesses like ours or are serving businesses like ours. I don't know, know about you, Kira, but I don't think I've ever been to a PPA imaging conference that I didn't walk home from thinking just amazing things about being a photographer. I mean, it's so energizing to go to Imaging USA, which is put on by the Professional Photographers Association. It's it's such a thrill to be there with other photographers and I feel very special as I'm walking around the event there's you know the Canon booth and all of the different softwares I've used and I'm really thinking about the big picture of my photography business and what that that portion of my business is like and the same thing goes for any of the businesses i do like gestalt there's a big summit that happens in september out in colorado where all of us gather and we're peers and we come up with great ideas and and i can tell you i always leave that event really energized And then any business expo I go to, I leave that really energized. So it's a great way to get back your energy, to get back into the flow of things that are happening in your industry. You feel more current, you feel more connected, and that gives you a boost in your business and being connected to it. And it all falls back to that. We're working on our businesses, not in our businesses. It gets you away from the grooming table, away from the round pin, away from your desk, away from whatever it is you do and get you into that flow. So you do get reconnected with your business.
1: It's so true because anytime I think you can have a big concentration of this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to really just jump in and be fully absorbed in getting inspired around my business. I mean, I think about that, Kim, when I think about like cowgirls with cameras and our events. It's not often that photographers can really solely focus on just being the art of photography and being in the presence of other people who share an interest. I don't have other than the photographers that like you and the folks that I meet with, like, I don't go home and talk to my husband Ed about photography cause he has zero interest. You know, it's very minimal. And I think most of us that run our small business, we like what we do. Like we like, there's a reason we're in it. We like the subject matter. We like the practice, whatever that is. We like the animal that we're serving. But we don't often have a lot of people in our lives that we can deep dive, really brainstorm and chat about this topic that we love. So when we get to fully spend multiple days really immersed, it's so inspiring, so energizing and you really do you come home with so many new fresh ideas and things that you want to do and hopefully you don't spend too much on new swag and train new things to try out like we always do at imaging but still it's there's so many so many great things that come from that but you know on a smaller scale you don't have to have that big expo that big industry event experience to get some of that influx of like kind of exhilaration just you know heading out and connecting at local meetings local chapters or coffee meetups with other business owners can be a really easy low cost way to get some of that same type of energy because you're you're being able you're able to brainstorm your business you may not be in the exact same industry but you're going to have the same types of business running issues that come up and being able to share across different types of industries, how you solve problems can really b- bring an influx into your own industry. So, um, you know, we've talked about some of those things, attending different conferences and workshops, but you know, you can also be someone that hosts a meetup or an open house. So if you don't have like a coffee meetup with other business owners, you could start one on your own you know, or join a chapter. I mean, there's so many great small business organizations that are out there that are looking for members. And I know Kim, you speak and visit one on a regular basis and it's I used to, in my past life, I attended a ton of those meetings and I was always inspired, like just hearing other business owners and the things that they were dealing with. And it always, you know, it always circled back to my business and what I'm doing and how can I connect those things. And then a couple other areas that I was thinking of for this part with connection is we're all online these days and we can really connect online with social media. You can find different businesses that you want to follow. They don't have to be in your industry. I actually recommend that, of course, follow people in your industry, but look for businesses that are, you know, in other industries that you can take inspiration from and reach out and connect to those people, follow them online, like support, share their content and just connect with people. And then the last little thing that I'll have to say here, is connecting and partnering with other businesses. You can host your own event or your own meetup, but host a community event with another business is a great way to do that too. So if you don't want to host your own, you can support another one. But just look for different ways that you can get out into the community and connect with other business owners. I feel like there's a lot of options out there, but we tend to get kind of just on our own little path, and we forget that there's all this stuff happening around us that we can take part in. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And for those introverts of you out there listening to this that are going, oh my God, that sounds horrid, just pick <laughs> one and set a time and then go hide and, and like be kind to yourself afterwards and make sure you have a, Private time that you can be away from humanity after you've done your expo or gotten back into those meetups and stuff. I promise you if and another thing I think is good for the introverts that are that are kind of cringy over this is those deep conversations that you can have with other business owners at the coffee meetups and the one-to-ones, those energize you and reconnect you back to your business very, very effectively. And there's no small talk involved. So that's another really effective way to be able to do that. I'm always thinking about my introvert friends because this all sounds like a blast to me, <laughs> but I can can hear other people out there going, oh no, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do that. So yeah, I think we've given you guys some great ways to think about getting better connected to your business and reconnecting if you've been feel like you're disconnected. One of the biggest keys I think to this is that when we get disconnected from our business, it becomes really easy to to quit our business or to see the the negative things in our business because we don't we lose track of the the forest for the trees, so to speak. So taking this time on a regular basis to make it a practice to mindfully reconnect to your business, I think is a really key in which entrepreneurs make it long-term and which entrepreneurs fizzle out and go back to a day job somewhere. So I think it's it's a really important piece of the puzzle. And I know we've kind of made light of several things today in here. But I think that all of these things, even though they may feel a little bit off your trajectory of what you think you should be doing on your to-do list, they're important things to do for your business so that you don't find yourself being in in a rut or a hole, or I know we just did an episode on burnout very recently. This is one of the ways that you can prevent burnout because it does get you back into the flow of things and why you're an entrepreneur and why you're working on this business. And it gets you excited for being part of that. And when you bring that to the table, naturally everything around you seems brighter and sunnier and your clients are also happier. So it's a a win-win situation for everyone.
1: And just a reminder, this should be fun. It's a way to have fun with your business. It's supposed to be energizing. It doesn't need to be more work. And it's really hard sometimes to make time for the fun stuff but this is the kind of thing that's going to keep you around and in your industry and relevant and keep you going forward long-term. So you really do have to, this should be a priority even though it's going to feel like fun. So it's okay to have a little fun. So I think that's it for us today. So thank you guys so much follow us online. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the, at the business animal. I almost said at cowgirls with cameras, you can find us over there too, but we're the business animal today. So you can find us at the business animal on Instagram and Facebook. We're also online at the businessanimal.com. And yeah, if you are enjoying our show, let us know y'all. We want to hear from you. Please leave us a rating, leave us a review, whatever your platform prefers. And we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to this
0: episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.